RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. The New York Yankees faced the Kansas City Royals at Royal Stadium for Game 1 of the ALCS on October 9, 1976. This is the national broadcast of Game 1 in the Best of Five series, featuring announcers Ernie Harwell and Ned Martin. Hello again from Royal Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri, where CBS Radio Sports is pleased to present the first game of the American League Championship Series between the Kansas City Royals and the New York Yankees. I'm Ned Martin, along with Ernie Harwell, and ready for the first pitch in just a few moments, which uh, Larry Gura will make against his former ball club, the New York Yankees. The series starting here will be a day game today, of course, a night game on Sunday tomorrow, then the series will shift to New York for a Tuesday night game. And, of course, the National League supposedly will open tonight in Philadelphia, where we understand that it's raining. But it's not raining here. The weather is perfect. We're set for baseball between these two clubs, and we'll be back right back after this word. Okay, we'll be getting back to Ernie Harwell of the Detroit Tigers and Ned Martin of the Boston Red Sox for all the action of Game 1 of the American League playoffs in just a couple of moments. As we mentioned, the situation in Philadelphia hanging in the balance on the weather. We did get a late report from the National Weather Service just about 15 or 20 minutes ago indicating that they feel, by taking a look at radar weather, they feel that there's a possibility that that rain, which is falling in Philadelphia right now, may stop at about 6 o'clock Eastern uh, Daylight Time. That's in about five hours from now. They figure they might have two hours prior to the start of that game in which there will be no rain. So we're just going to have to hang in there with it and see what happens. Cincinnati manager Sparky Anderson selected veteran lefty Don Gullett to pitch against Philadelphia Steve Carlton. Uh, Anderson dropping a small bombshell on Friday by saying he may not use a designated hitter if the Reds get into the World Series. The umpiring crew and the managers have broken from home plate, and here are the starting lineups for the first game of the championship series in the American League. The New York Yankees playing center field and leading off Mickey Rivers. In left field, Roy White batting number two. The catcher, Thurman Munson, batting in the number three spot. The designated hitter today, Lou Pinella, batting fourth. Chris Chambliss is the first baseman, batting number five. Greg Nettles at third base, hitting six. Elliot Maddox in right field, batting number seven. Willie Randolph, the rookie second baseman, batting eight. And the shortstop, batting ninth, Fred Stanley. The pitcher for the Yankees will be James Augustus Catfish Hunter. For the Kansas City Royals, under manager Whitey Herzog, it'll be Amos Otis in center field in the leadoff spot. George Brett will be playing at third base, batting number two. The designated hitter, Hal McCray, batting third. Lost by just a fraction of a percentage point in that American League batting race on the final day of the season to his teammate, Brett. John Mayberry at first base, batting number four. Al Cowan is the right fielder, hitting in the number five position. Tom Poquette in left field, batting six. Frank White, the second baseman for the Royals, batting number seven. Tiny Freddy Patek at shortstop, batting number eight. And the catcher for the Royals, 
is Buck Martinez. The pitcher, Larry Gura, with a 4-0 record this year and a 2.30 earned run average overall with duty both with the Yankees, a very limited duty, and with the Royals. The Hunter's earned run average, incidentally, 3.53, 17 and 15 on the year for Hunter, and 1 and 2 this year against the Kansas City Royals. The umpiring outfit goes like this. Larry Barnett will be not the lead Joe Brinkman behind the plate. Joe Brinkman, they have given up as Barnett, but Barnett is umpiring at first base. George Maloney is at second base. Bill Haller will call the plays at third. Down along the left field line will be Art France. And the right fielder will be Larry McCoy. So it's Brickman behind the plate. Barnett at first. Maloney at second. Haller at third. France at left and McCoy at right. To make the first hit. Royal Stadium. Ewing Kaufman, the owner of the Royals, is making a, a first pitch. They're going to throw out two balls this afternoon. Buck Martinez is catching them as Mr. Kaufman. And now Mrs. Kaufman will throw out the second pitch. And there's Mr. Kaufman who brought baseball back to Kansas City as a home-owned team. The Royal Stadium holds 40,762, and there aren't too many empty seats right now. Distances down the line, 330 to the foul poles in left and right. It moves out as the 12-foot wall curves around from foul pole to foul pole to the bullpen area and past the bullpen areas in right and left center, where it's 385 feet, 410 feet toward the deepest part of the field in deep right center and center field. The wall is 12 feet high. Beyond the wall... A big green bank with a Royals insignia and Royals and Yankees uh, crest on the lawn, which was not only mowed out there, but sprayed and painted. The outfield on this artificial turf ball field is in perfect shape, as George Doma has taken care of everything in perfect spot. There's a big scoreboard in center field. The big bank where nobody has yet hit one in this ballpark. It goes close to 500 feet if you hit that scoreboard on the fly. The bullpens in left field, the Yankee bullpen and the visiting bullpen in left, and the Royal bullpen in right. And the first base dugout belongs to the home team here, the Kansas City Royals. The Yankees are at third. Dick Hauser, the third base coach for the Yankees, moves out. Ollie Howard, the first base coach as the Royals have already taken the field. Defensively, they will have a battery of Larry Gura and Buck Martinez. The first baseman, Big John Mayberry. Second baseman, Frank White. At shortstop, Freddie Fotek. And at third base will be George Brett. The left fielder, Tom Poquette. The center fielder, Amos Otis. And the right fielder, Al Cowan. So we're set for baseball on a beautiful afternoon from Kansas City, the first of the series between the Royals and the Yankees, the best out of five. So two games will be played here. One, two, or three will be played in Yankee Stadium in New York starting on Tuesday night. Right now, it's my pleasure to introduce one of the gentlemen of the game, which is something to say in our business sometimes. A veteran of sports uh, baseball broadcasting over the years in both leagues with the Giants, the Orioles, the Tigers. Right now, one of the class people in baseball. One of his poems is in the Hall of Fame at Cooperstown. 
and a great pleasure for me personally to work with a longtime friend and the voice of the Detroit Tigers, Ernie Harwell. Thank you, Ned Martin. I appreciate those kind words. And uh, hi, everybody, wherever you might be. A special greeting to the Armed Forces Radio listeners all around the world as we get ready for this classic here in Kansas City. The weatherman has blessed us with beautiful weather. Got a little bit of a breeze. It's blowing from the northwest at 14 miles an hour. That means it'll be blowing across the field from left field toward right. We've got what the ball players refer to as a high sky, no clouds, to form a background for those high pop-ups, the fly balls, and it might be a little tough. Also, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Yankees play here on the Tartan turf, which they are not very familiar with, but which is the home turf for the Kansas City Royals. The Yankees are favored in this series. The Royals say that they can win it. So let's see. Larry Gara, ready to sit. Nicky Rivers at the plate. And the first pitch on the way. It's funny. It's short third. It is a foul ball. Rolling foul picked up by Martinez. About 10 or 12 feet down the third base side. So Rivers tried to surprise him right off the start with a little bump toward third base. It was a good one, but it finally rolled foul. George Brett coming over now to talk to Gura. Gura is the left-hander from Arizona. One of the uh, many graduates of Arizona State who's made it big in the major league. He had a 4-0 record uh, this year, but no record at all. One and lost against the Yankees. Rivers batting 286, and he swings and fouls it off on the screen right down below him. Gura has a fastball. He's not exceptionally fast. He throws a slider and has an excellent changeup. The ball players say that he'll throw a change on his change. Basically a control pitcher. He has to pitch the spot. Rivers waiting. The left hand batter swings. Bonding ball to third. Brett dressed it at the corner. Long throw to first. Not in time. It gets by Mayberry. Rivers is taking second. Mayberry chases the ball down and Rivers flies in safely at second base. Brett hesitated for a moment and then uh, through the first base. Got it pick off the fleet rivers but he threw wild and late and will wait for the official scorer's decision it'll be an error and a single probably that he would have been better off just holding the ball i believe so that hesitation you mentioned ernie was uh, why he did it whether he couldn't get the ball out of his glove or not or whether he was waiting for mayberry to come over to cover and john might have been uh, wide of the bag enough so it's a break right off the bat for the Yankees, and Mickey Rivers has been making them all year. And the ball was very close to the line. It was not an easy play for Brett at all, but he'll be charged with an error. Here's Roy White, the switch batter, batting 286 over the season, 14 home runs, 65 runs by the bench. Gurren delivers a fastball high and outside on White. Rivers with a single, taking second on the wild throw by third baseman Brett. Well, the Yankees have an early threat going here in Kansas City. Outfield is straight up on the right-hand batting white. Gura delivers. It's a ball in close to the fastball. Rivers had 43 steals and the 50 chances, and he's the man to be reckoned with on the bases. Most of the base stealers like to run on this Carson surf. They feel they got a better jump and a better start. Outfield bunching up the middle on White. Waiting. Gura, the left hand's one of the plate. It's in too close. Three and oh, the count on Roy, the Yankee veteran. 
Brett is about even with the bag at third and wide of it slightly. Hotek and White out around second and bunched short the bag. Mayberry is playing wide at first base. Or White digging in, spreads out. See if he's taking a hitting on this one. He's taking and it's outside ball four. All the Yankees have two men on and nobody down. And Thurman Munson. Doubted by many as the most valuable player of the American League coming to bat. Big, dirty right-hand batter ready to step in against the left-hand pitching of Gura. Munson hit 302 for the season. Had 17 home runs. And 105 runs batted in. Ogura in early trouble here against his old teammates, the Yankees. Infield in double play depth on Munson. Outfield around the left. And Gura pitches if they fall out of play. That one routinely seeks to the mezzanine. Elson Howard is the first base coach for the Yanks. Dick Howard coaching at third. Beautiful day, bright and sunny. The Yankees with an early stretch. They've got Rivers at second base. They've got White at first. Set the pitch. It's a breaking ball low. Good stop by Buck Martinez to catch it. Gara has slowed his pitching pace now with Munson at the back. No score. We're in the first inning. The Yankees have two men on and nobody down. Set the kick. The pitch. It's a line shot to the field. Face hit. Rivers coming around third. That's where the ball is loaded. And they hold him at third. The bases are loaded. Otis coming up quickly with that ball. Shooting through the Carson turf. He picked it up and fired him to catch the Martinez. Rivers was held at third. So we've got the bases loaded for New York. And a former Kansas City player, Lou Pinello, stepping up. The game time temperature reading now 63 degrees here in Kansas City. Bird has begun to throw already in the Kansas City bullpen, the right-hander. Bird is trying in the right-hander. Oh, there have been two singles with a walk in between. Also an error by Kansas City, and the Yankees have three and on and nobody down. Here's Panella, and he swings and misses. There's that change up by Larry Gara. Panella pulled the trigger much too soon on that one. Lou batted 281 during the season. Had three home runs, drove in 38 runs. Young man from Tampa waiting. Here's the pitch to Panella. He takes the strike from the outside corner. Algura got the corner there with a fastball. Well, the scouts say that basically Panella is a fastball hitter and a low ball hitter. Now the windup for the left hand of the pitch. He takes outside. That was a waste pitch. First inning, the Yankees have a gigantic threat on against Kansas City. They've loaded the bases with nobody down. Uh, 
Jackson at first base. White at second. Mickey Rivers at third. One ball, two strike count on Pinella, digging in, waiting. Now on the left center, Larry Gurra. Here's the wind up in the pitch. He swings and fouls it away. That one off the mid of Martinez, the catcher. Pinella is uh, rather hard to guard against in the outfield. He'll hit to any of the fields. Sometimes a bad ball hitter. Rivers uh, keeping an eye on the girl. He'll be working off the windup here with the bases loaded and nobody out. No score first inning. Here's the motion. Here's the pitch. Panella swings and there's a foul out of play. Into the mezzanine and a man from Raytown will take care of that one. <laughs> that breeze here, that may be a fact. It's going pretty hard. Yeah, it is. A left to right breeze and uh, might help a ball hit down the right field line. It's uh, harder than we thought it was when we came out here. Kansas City infield still playing back in double play depth. As Gura goes to work again on the Pinella, but the base is loaded. The left-hander winds and delivers. Here's a cut and a miss. That was a bad kick. It's like a high fastball, and Pinella goes down on strike. Gura still in trouble. Now faces Chris Chambliss, the left-hander batting first baseman who came to the Yankees, you remember, from the Cleveland Ball Club. Had a fine year this year. He batted 293, had 17 home runs, and 96 runs batted in. Chambers at one time had trouble handling the high fastball. There's a curve in tight on him. Ball one, the count on Chris. Bases loaded for the Yankees. One man down. No score. First inning. Otis is over slightly in left center against the Chris Chambliss. Now the motion in the pitch. He swings and fouls it away. That one back to the screen. One and one. That was the fastball in tight on him. Chambliss says the only way he's learned to handle that pitch is to use his hands more. Munson is an expert at that. His teammate. Getting the hands in even at the last split second. Bases loaded. One out. Yankees threatening for a city. Girl winds. Delivers. Chambliss swings. The bombing ball to third. Brett gloves it. Touches third. One there for the first. Mayberry gets past Mayberry. Rivers is scored. Coming around third now is Munson. He's headed home. Here's a throw by Collins for the break. And he scores. It gets by Martinez. He's backed up by Gora. And the Yankees score a couple of runs on the fourth out of the era and take the lead here in the opening inning two to nothing. They end up with a man at second of base and two men out. And the batter will be Neville. Quite a play there, Mr. Martin. I imagine that would have to be scored. The fielder's choice, one run batted in and an error on Brett, which is his second of the inning. And George has had more trouble this year with the throwing from third base. He doesn't usually make that many. He made quite a few errors this year. And the throwing bothered him. He said uh, earlier in the season that maybe it was because he was hitting so well that he just lost concentration on his fielding. So the Yankees, who might have been out of the inning without a run, now have two. And Nettles, a tough hitter at the plate. Left hand about it, a home run team in the American League with 32. Swings and let's play fly ball to left field. Boquette, fighting the sun and the wind, makes the catch, and the inning is over. 
But the Yankees take the lead as they got two runs on uh, two hits. Uh, there were two Kansas City errors, one man left for New York. And in the middle of the first inning, it is New York two and Kansas City coming to bat. We've gotten word from the National League on uh, what the league intends to do in the event of a rainout in Philadelphia or in the event of the further worsening weather conditions. A Philadelphia Phillies spokesman said the opening National League playoff game against the Reds is expected to be played despite forecast of rain. Bill Giles, the executive vice president of the club, said he had been in constant touch with various weathermen, and they indicate that the rain should stop by about 6 o'clock. That's in about four hours and 45 minutes from now. The Phillies have not had a game rained out all season. National League president Chuck Feeney, who will make the decision whether to play or not, said at noon that as a result of the weather report, we don't plan to call the game until tonight, meaning, of course, Saturday night. He said, that's the way we're planning unless the weather report gets turned around. But I'll tell you one thing, it is not going to be Chelsea who's going to make the decision whether to play or not. It's going to be the plate umpire because in a situation like this, they always go ahead and authorize the umpire to make that decision for the league president. The league president generally does not have the knowledge and the uh, understanding on how weather patterns work and how it affects the field of play. So just says, let the plate umpire do it in my name, and that's exactly what will happen Saturday night. Two costly throwing errors by George Brett of Kansas City, the man at third base, giving the Yankees a 2 nothing lead here in the opening inning. And that the curious thing about those throws where they were both in about the same spot. And he really didn't uh, have to hurry that one, Ernie. He would have had a, a double play, I feel sure. The ball was sharply hit. He was near enough to the bag to get the fourth out. And enough to, to go over there to first base to get uh, the, the runner in Shambles, who isn't who is fast enough, but he has not blazing speed. And if he'd had the throw there, why well, the inning would have been over. Well, catch first cover, ready to go to work now. And Otis, Brett, and McRae will be the first three Kansas City batters. Whitey Herzog has made a change, moving Otis into the leadoff spot. And uh, Whitey's serious. He wants to get his uh, three good batters right up there at the top where they will have as many times as bad as possible. Remember, Bobby Bregan uh, used to have the theory that he would uh, lead off with his best hitter because that man would come to bat more often than anybody else. Well, here's Otis. Set a club record with 40 doubles this year. He's hitting 279 for the season, and catfish delivers. It's a breaking ball low, ball one. Carter, a very fine professional. He has excellent control and a good variety of pitches. Not overpowering, but he's uh, got a lot of savvy. There's a ball outside on Amos. He started the bomb and took it. Two at all on the Royal leadoff man. Nettles is fairly deep at third base at this moment. Yankees lead 2 nothing. They got two on the throwing errors by Brett in the opening inning. Wind up by Hunter. The pitch is funny. Draw third. Hunter off the mound. He feels it. Here's the throw to first. He is out. Good play by Catfish. Firing the ball over to Shambliss in time to get the speedy aim of Cody. Batting second. Number five. George Fletch. Here's the American League batting champion, George Fletch, coming up. He had a fabulous year. Led the league with a 333 mark. At seven home runs, 67 runs batted in. 
young man who broke into this uh, Kansas City lineup at the age of 20. Back in 73. There's a curve low from the Catfish, ball one. Mickey Rivers is very shallow in center field on the left-hand batting Brett, and he takes the strike. Now, Brett goes over the opposite field a lot, following the series taught him by the batting coach, Charlie Rao. Catfish goes into motion again, delivers. Here's a bounding ball to third, knocked down by Nettles. He picks it up, throw to first, got him. He took the hit away from Brett. So far, Ernie, the, uh, <laughs> the book has been completely wrong. It said that the Royals would out-defense the Yankees. The Yankees might have some problems defensively, but there's two fine plays, one by Hunter and one by Edel. Here's Al McRae now, who finished second to his teammate in the batting race, Brett. He batted 332. Right-hand batting designated hitter takes the pitch in close. 2 nothing Yankees in the opening inning. He jumps out in front early. Right-hander Hunter delivers. McRae swings and fouls it on the screen. Powell's not a power hitter. He had eight home runs over the season. 73 runs batted in. He stands deep, but his feet rather close together. One of the few Royals who's had the championship series experience. He swings and misses on a breaking ball, and the count is one and two. Two out, double the arm for the Royals. They trail the Yanks 2 nothing. Rivers again playing very shallow. He's open right center on McRae. The right hand batter cuts and misses, and the inning is over. The Royals go down one, two, three, and at the end of the first inning, it is New York two, Kansas City nothing. A number of college football games on tap, as you might expect on this Saturday. Let's take a look and see where the ranked teams are playing. In the East, Louisville is at second ranked Pittsburgh. Saturday night, Florida State plays at 17th-ranked Boston College. In the South, 7th-ranked Maryland is at North Carolina State. 4th-ranked Georgia plays at Mississippi. In the Midwest, 5th-ranked Nebraska is at Colorado. 11th-ranked Ohio State plays at Iowa. 9th-ranked Missouri is at Kansas State. In the Southwest and Far West, 3rd-ranked Oklahoma plays at Texas. That game will be broadcast later in the day over many of these same AFRTS stations. 18th-ranked Texas Tech is at 16th-ranked Texas A&M. West Texas State is at 19th-ranked Houston. Stanford is at 6th-ranked UCLA. And 10th-ranked Southern California is at Washington State. Not scheduled, 12th-ranked Notre Dame, 13th-ranked Florida, 15th-ranked Arkansas, and 20th-ranked CBS Radio Sports is bringing you play-by-play action in the American League Championship. And there's more to come. The World Series starts October 16th. That's next Saturday. And you'll hear exclusive radio coverage, play-by-play of the 1976 World Series. Right here on the CBS Radio Network station. The Royals have made a lineup change. Jim Walford goes into play left. Cowan uh, moves into center field, and the starting left fielder, Pochette, goes into play right. All necessitated by an injury to Amos Odie. He hurt his ankle uh, running out that spot on which uh, he was tossed out by Hunter in the last half of the first inning. 2 nothing. the Yankees lead the Royals in the opening game of the championship series. Second inning, Elliot Maddox at the plate. Batting 217 for the year. He swings and fouls it out of play. It'll be a high one that'll reach the seat back at first base. Maddox is stationed in right field. 
a fairly strange position to him, although he's played it before. He was on the inactive list for a year and a half, and he's still somewhat hobbled with a leg injury. No home runs this year. Three runs batted in for Elliott. And he taps the foul on a check swing. That one uh, back in the middle, behind the plate. Two strikes out on him. Larry Gurra had a tough time in that opening inning. Ran into a little turbulence as the Yankees picked up two on two hits dated by two errors by Brett. Here's a fastball outside. He wasted that one. One and two, the count on Elliott Maddox. Maddox, came the Yankees, you remember from the Texas team. Also been at Washington and Detroit prior to that. And he swings and fouls it away. It'll end the seats over on the first base side. The outfielders are playing around the right a little bit on Maddox, playing him to hit the ball late. Infield is very deep. They'll have a tendency here on the Carson Church to play a lot deeper than they do on natural grass. Throw the left-hander. Kicks and deals. Here's a bounding ball to short. It's deep. Potek is over. He has it. Here's a throw to Mayberry in time. And Maddox is up. Freddie Potek celebrating his 32nd birthday. Tosses out El Maddox. Here's Willie Randolph, the uh, former National League. One of the uh, many Yankees who is uh, been in the playoffs. Named by the Yanks from the Pittsburgh Ball Club. Right hand at it. It's 267 for the season. Gura left hands one up and it's uh, fouled away. That's just his changeup. Randolph started the swing, checked it, and then the ball hit the bat and ricocheted away. Joe Brinkman getting a new baseball from the ball boy. Outfield a little bit to left on the right hand batting Randolph. He swings at a bounding ball wide at third. Picked up by Brett for the first. Got him. Good play by George Brett. Going to his left. And uh, short hopping the hard grounder. So there are two downs. Nobody on for New York. They lay 2 nothing in the second inning. And here's the shortstop Fred Stanley. Fred batting 238. On the season start, he and Mason were alternating. They were being platooned by manager Billy Martin. Stanley eventually won the job. Right hand about waiting, and he gets the strike. Got the outside corner. Something about this guy, he is knocked in 20 runs in a year, and I think about 10 of them were against the Red Sox. He's tough in the clutch. It's a pitch outside on Stanley, and the count even on him at one and one. 2 nothing. the Yanks have the lead. We're in the second inning. Larry Gora. Lines and pitches. There's a line shot right to you. Base hit. Kochek coming over the glove side to field it. Stanley makes a turn hole with a long single down to the right field corner. That'll give the Yanks their third hit. They've all been singled. And here's the man who picked up the first one, Mickey Rivers. Rivers wanted to start the ball game and beat it off. Incidentally, when Ned Martin speaks to the Red Sox, he's an authority. He is the voice of the Boston Red Sox. And has been for about 16 years. Here's the pitch to Mickey. He swings and misses. Rivers uh, was safe on the box. Now then took second when Brett overthrew his first base. 
Then the Yankees loaded the bases. Manella struck out. Cameron hit into a fourth out, but the throw by Brett let two runs in. That's how the Yankees got there, too. Here's a wide curve from Dora, and they count even one and one on Rivers. Rivers had shoulder problems uh, toward the end of the year, but they into this uh, subsided. Two out, one on, Yanks ahead, two nothing. Standing with a short lead at first base. And the pitch is a strike. Otis is out of the game. He made an outfield change here with Georgie about earlier because uh, he sprained his left ankle. He's a very valuable man, and he will be missed. Here's the set by Gore, the left-hander ready. There it is. Rivers swings and misses on the changeup, and the inning is over. Struck him out. No runs, one hit. No errors, one man left. And in the middle of the second inning, the score, New York 2, the Royals nothing. Taking a look at other sports news, World Heavyweight Champion Muhammad Ali, in an interview published on Saturday, has left open the possibility of returning to the ring again despite his announced retirement. But the 34-year-old Ali told uh, the developed newspaper in Germany over the telephone that there would be no other world championship bout for him. He says, my decision to retire from boxing is definite and that's it. Ali says he's made lots of money with his manager, uh, Herbert Muhammad, but he said, now I've made an end. He says, I only work and live for my religion. According to Ali, he said if he should enter the ring again, it would be for the sole purpose to financially support his black brethren to support hospitals and help the poor and the old people of his religion. He said if he should box again, and then only for all of us, he said there would be no other world championship match for him. He says that is definite. Interesting point, though. How much money would he get just fighting a fight as opposed to how much would he get if he was fighting for the world championship? Thank you, Stu. The Kansas City Royals nothing. We're in the second inning here of the first game in the American League Championship Series. Sometimes called the playoff series. Although officially it is the American League Championship Series. And John Mayberry was a big home run producer last year, but then swapped off a little bit in his home run production. But still is always a threat. Will be leading off for the Kansas City Royals. John's averaged 27 home runs and 94 runs by the end each year since he joined the Royals in 72. And last year batted 232. Last year he had 13 home runs, but he has still managed to knock in 95 runs. Big, strong left-hand batter, and often uh, they will shift on him, and that's what the Yankees are doing now. They're putting uh, three infielders on the right side, and uh, they're playing very deep on him. Catfish to the news, and it's the ball outside. A lot of the uh, opposition pitchers will try to make Mayberry go to the opposite side. And the pitch on the way. It's a strike. He got the outside corner. Scouts say that he has trouble uh, hitting the ball down and in. There's a ball outside. Catch fish with a chug of the cap. Now looking in to get the sign. Mayberry steps out of the batter's box. The Yanks have the lead here in the opening game. 2-0 in the second inning. Mayberry waiting. Out of the livers. Here's a swing and a miss. 
In the outfield, it's white and left for the Yankees. Rivers in center, Madison right. Here's the motion by Catfish Hunter. The pitch is swung on and fouled away. It's down on the third base side. Going back to that first inning, if you like to keep going and take account of such things, Camlet was uh, recorded as having an RBI on the fourth out throwing error. Here's a fly ball. It's in the left field. White coming in, digging hard. He's there, makes the catch. Soft, short fly to left, picked off by Roy White. And Catfish Hunter has set down the first four Royals he's faced. Ernie on the... Uh, in the workout yesterday, Billy Martin wanted to make sure that his outfielders got used to this sun field out here. This time of day, between 12 and 2, uh, it's kind of rough out in left field. Not like the old Yankee Stadium days in September, but uh, somewhat like it, and you have to be a little careful. Here's Cowan stepping in now. He batted 65 this year. Right-hand batter swings and lifts the foul out of play. He'll be directly back at the plate. In the infield for the Yankees, Metals is at third. They've got Stanley at short. Randolph at second. Stanley's at first base. Munson is the catcher. Yanks lead 2 nothing. second inning. There's a fly ball into short center field. Going back is Randolph. He's there and makes the catch. Stanley started for that one, then gave way to his second baseman, Randolph. The ball is just out past second base from short center. Well, the Royal Bats have not done anything yet against Hunter. Paulette. He's had numerous operations and quite a few battles of offenses around the organized baseball park. Stepping in now. Poquette will be first rookie ever to hit 302. Ever to hit over 300 in uh, Kansas City history. Hits the ball outside. He batted 302 this season. Had a couple of home runs. He was out almost a month. Ran into a fence uh, chasing a fly ball against Chicago. Is a fly hit foul in the seat down in the left field side. One and one, the count on Pokett. Yanks two, Royals nothing. We're in the second inning. Nobody on base. The pitch is swung on, hit off the glove of Hunter. Here comes Randolph to pick it up. Throw the first. He got him. Good play. It'll be Hunter to Randolph and Chambliss. And the side retired with no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. At the end of two innings, the score, Yankees 2, Royals nothing. Well, the big question in uh, Philadelphia, will it be a green light or a stop sign for the Cincinnati Reds on the base pass of Veterans Stadium? The Reds and Phillies getting set to open a best-of-five series for the National League pennant, and the whole thing may hinge on the Reds runners and their base-stealing attempts. The Reds-Phillies game following the early American League playoff opener, which you're listening to right now on the Parade of Sports. Just a year ago, the Reds chased the Pirates out of the National League playoffs and stole everything but the smile on catcher Manny Sanguian's face. Manny, the, the original good humor man, retained that, but not much else. The go-go boys of Cincinnati, second baseman Joe Morgan, right fielder Kenny Griffey, and shortstop Dave Concepcion, they're all fast and even more specialists in base feelings. Obviously, the secret of base feeling is to get the jump on the pitcher, and that, of course, is after you get on base. And the Reds are very good at that, as Cincinnati in the National League was the top-hitting team, finishing at a 280 team batting average. 
Here come the Yankees to bat in the third. They have a 2 nothing lead over the Royals. The story so far, the Yankees in the first inning, checking the advantage of throwing errors by George Brett, the Kansas City third baseman. Combining with a couple of hits in the walk, they picked up two runs. Joe Brinkman, the plate umpire, has come out and said a word or two to the left-hand pitcher Larry Gura. Gura will be pitching to Roy White. White walked in the opening inning. Royals do not have a runner so far. Jack Beaches flanked in and both runs and hits. And the Yankees have two runs and three hits. Here's White. And he swings and fouls it away. It'll be in the seats over on the first base side. White just about the veteran in point of service on this ball club. 33 years old, he takes a curve that's been a little bit close to the inside corner, one and one. I'll feel a little bit to left on him in the infield back. Third baseman Brett just behind the bag and wide over to third. White sometimes likes to mark. Here's the pitch. He takes the strike. That was a breaking ball in the inside corner, one and two on Roy. White became a switch hitter very early. Back in his boyhood days, he was a switch hitter when he even started out. He swings and hits a little pop fly off the first. Here comes Mayberry near the seats, and he won't get it. It's just under the seat. A ball not hit very high would have been a tough catch, but John even had it been available. So White stood up there with a one-two count on him. Yanks two and the Royals nothing. We're in the third inning on a bright, sunshiny day in Kansas City. Jammed house here in the Royal Stadium. Nora, ready to go to work again now. The left-handed, the action winds to the first white swing to the bounding ball, deep third. Brett backs up, has it, is he for the Mayberry in time, and White is up. A lot of business, Ned, on that side of the infield for Kansas City. I think uh, those last two plays that Brett has made have helped him, especially the good, the good one an inning ago on the staff hop. Uh, when he made a good play, and I think now he's straightened out his throwing, and that would have to help him mentally. I would think so, because those first two were very tough on him. Here's Munson. He had a single up the middle his only trip. One of the real tough hitters in the Major League, Sherman Munson. Ran from Kent State, swings it's a bowling ball to short. Patek is there. They throw to Mayberry in plenty of time, and there are two down in the Yankee third inning. That will bring up Lou Panella. Lou Panella. Lou being used by Billy Martin as the designated batter. Billy has managed teams into two championship series, Minnesota and Detroit. But each time his team lost in the playoff game. First playoff uh, managerial experience for Whitey Herzog. Here's a ball outside on Panella. Fastball wide of the plate. First time up, he struck out. At that time, they were... The bases loaded and nobody down when he fanned. Now Lou takes a curve in close from the left-hander Larry Gura. Yanks 
two, Royals nothing. We're in the third inning. Outfield around toward left, and the infield very deep now on Fanella with two down to the bases empty. So Gura goes into motion, delivers, it's a foul fly out of play back at first base. That's the hand it to Gurry. Settled down after that tricky first inning. A lack of support cost him. Now, Fanello waits on the next delivery. Here it comes. He swings. There's a little looper into short left field. May drop in. Wolford coming hard. Plays it on one hop. And Fanello has a two-out single. The last two hits for the Yankees have come with two down. And their first two in the opening inning came with nobody out. Here's Chris Chambliss coming to bat now. He hit into a fourth in the opening inning, and that was the key play of the game so far. After Brett had touched third for the fourth out of Roy White, he threw the ball wild past Mayberry, and two Yankees scored. And that's the story here in the early chapters in Kansas City. Chambliss swings and fouls it away right down below. Strike one on Chris. Panella, the runner's first base. Cara with a pretty good move to first. Mayberry's not going to hold right on the bag with Panella. He'll be between the runner and the base. Here's a ball outside. One and one. Chambliss is a closed chance hitter. And he'll go to left field quite a bit. Here's the pitch on the way. He swings a bounding ball up the middle. It's the pass. The second baseman White in the center field. Fanello holds it second on the single. Throw comes into Freddy Potek. He leaps and grabs it. And the Yankees have a two-out threat. Runners at first and second. And Greg Neville is coming to bat. Neville's the uh, home run king in the American League with 32. He made the final out of the first inning. His only time is bad when he flies the left. Uh, Neville's uh, asking Joe Brinkman, I believe, uh, to uh, move uh, umpire Maloney over a little bit. That's right. He's in the line of vision of the batter. Oh, we've got a left-hander against the left-hander. Outfield around toward right on uh, Greg Nettles. Uh, Gore delivers. Swing! And a miss on a fastball. This is the first Yankee home run champion since Roger Maris back in 1961. But over the years, the Yankees have had more than their share. Now the set of the pitch. He swings at a bombing ball. It's the second. White playing him deep. Charges. Gloves it. He throw to Mayberry. In the inning. No runs on the two hits. There were no errors. Two Yankees are left. We go to the last half of the third. The middle of the third inning. The score. The Yankees two. The Royals nothing. 
Just one game in the National Hockey League on Friday night. The New York Rangers over Colorado by the score of 5-3. to three. In the World Hockey Association, Indianapolis 4-3 to three over Minnesota. Winnipeg beat Calgary 3-1. to one. Birmingham 4, Houston 2. Edmonton down New England 2-0. And Phoenix outgunned Cincinnati 8-6. to six. In the National Basketball Association, and these are all exhibition games, Philadelphia 134, Boston 103, Buffalo 107, Washington 106, Cleveland beat Detroit 100-95, and it was San Antonio 126, Atlanta 102. In college football, Oklahoma's third-ranked and defending national champion Sooners will take on our tribal 14th-ranked Texas at Dallas. They won a key football game Saturday. And, of course, we'll be keeping you right up to date with all of those games as the scores come on into us here at AFRCS in Washington. Enjoy the playoffs? Well, enjoy the World Series, too, with exclusive radio coverage from CBS Radio Sports, starting this Saturday on this CBS Radio Network station. Frank White will lead it off for the Kansas City Royals. Catfish Hunter has set him down six in a row so far here in the bright sunshine in Royal Stadium. Now the Yankees have a two-nothing lead. Leading off to the Royals. Number 20. Right hand batting White. He's a graduate of the Royal Academy that uh, is no more, but to develop youngsters into Major League ball players, and he's the only one who made it to the Major League. Batting 229 for the year, and White takes a flatter low and away from Catfish Hunter. Ball one, the count on Frank White. Royals are still looking for their first hit. There's a foul back to the screen, one and one on White. White in his third full season uh, with Kansas City. He was up just a short time in 73. Then at the knees, leaning over the plate, waiting on the 1-1 pitch. He bumps the ball, it's foul back to the screen. Hunter gave him a pretty tough pitch to bump, high and tight. And he bunted it, but it went right back and on the screen. Frank White grew up uh, almost in the shadow of the old ballpark here in Kansas City. Over on Brooklyn Avenue. There's a ball outside, a wide curve, and the count on White is 2-2. Munson uh, turns and says something to the plate umpire, Joe Brinkman. Yankees lead in this one, 2 nothing. The Royals are batting in the third. Catfish gets this sign from Munson. Works again. 2-2 third. Swung on a bounding ball to third. Big hop for Meadows. Throw the Chambliss. He's out. Seven in a row. Step down by Catfish Hunter. And here's a Freddie Potek. Our service in the championship series of Pittsburgh. Oh, he came over here to Kansas City. First joined the Royals in 71. Versatile warfare. One out, there's a slider in for a strike. Fred said today, yep, I'm 32, but I can still outrun a lot of these young guys. And he's telling it right. There's a fly ball at the left. White backing up. He's there waiting. He has it. 
And there are two down, and the first eight have gone down in a row before Mr. Cashbase Hunter. Number 21. Here's Buck Martinez, the catcher. That's We've added uh, 228 over the season. Yanks got a couple in the opening inning. And they're holding a 2-0 lead right now. Martinez originally with a Philly team. In their organization. There's a strike call. Catfish mixing his pitches well. He hit the outside corner with a slider. Now the wind-up by Hunter. The pitch on the way. It's a ball outside. Chuck Hiller coaches the third for KC. Steve Boris the first. Now the motion, the pitch on the way. Just a little foul ball in the air. Back at first. Chambers chasing, but he can't get it. Got a check swing. He didn't get much wood on that one. One and two, the count on Martinez. Catfish Hunter, one of the top pitchers in baseball. Never pitched in the minor league. In the longer day, the Daytona Club. Back in 64, his first year, but he didn't get into action. Here's a cut on the miss. He struck him out, and the side retired. And once again, the Royals go down one, two, three. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. And at the end of three innings, it is Yankees two, the Royals nothing. We have uh, some college football scores in from the East, Boston University and Massachusetts. Massachusetts leading by the score of six to nothing. That's at the end of the first quarter. And I thought we had another one in, but I don't see it right now. So we'll settle for that as our uh, first college football score of the day. Uh, Massachusetts leading Boston University by the score of six to nothing. That's at the end of the first quarter. Elsewhere in the east, Pennsylvania is playing at Brown, Holy Cross is at Colgate, Princeton is at Columbia, Cornell at Harvard, Army is taking on Penn State, Louisville is at second-ranked Pittsburgh, Connecticut is at Rutgers, Tulane at Syracuse, West Virginia at Temple, Richmond is at Villanova, and uh, Dartmouth is playing at Yale. That's a look at what's going on in uh, college football in the east we'll take a look at the rest of the schedule for you the next time we get a chance yanks maintaining the lead two nothing they've got some perfect pitching from catfish hunter through the first three innings step down the nine royals he's faced meanwhile the yankees picked up a couple off the left-hand start of kansas city larry gora they got him in the first inning on a bunch single by Rivers. He took second on a throwing error by Brett. White Wall. Thurman, Thurman Munson singled him over the bases. Uh, then after Vanilla struck out, Chambers hit a ground ball to Brett. He cut third for the fourth out. And the second out of the inning, but then overthrew at first base, and two Yankee runs came home. That's the story of the game so far. Along with Ned Martin, this is Ernie Harwell in Royal Stadium. And the battle for New York is Elliot Maddox. One-time University of Michigan star. Bob short his first trip. Brewer delivers. He backs him off. Inside fastball around the knees. The Yankees have five hits and they've all been singles. Kansas City has no hits. 
Swing, a fly ball to right. Coming over Poquette. He's there. Has it. That's one away. Winnie Randolph, who has solidified this Yankee infield with some great second basing. Also done a good job on offense with his speed and with his bat. Stepping in now for the New Yorkers. He bounced to third his first trip. Game of the Yankees, you remember, in the Doc Medics deal. Now, left-hander Gura pitches. Here's a breaking ball over. He changed up on his curve and got that ball on the inside corner. Right-hander batting Randolph, waiting on a strike one delivery from the lefty Gura. Here's the fastball at the left field, fairly deep. Going back, Wolford, he's there, and he makes the catch on the run towards center. Left field is very deep here. And it is a tough home run park. 385 back to the left center field alley. And a high fence. Here's Fred Stanley, the shortstop who weighed in with a single with two out in the second inning. Two down in the Yankee fourth. Yanks lead the Royals 2 nothing. Gura fires. There's a line shot. It'll be up the alley. Chased down by Cowan. It's off his glove. It gets past and he picks it up. Stanley going for two and he rounds and holds it second. Tough job to cut that ball off in the alley on this cotton serve. Cowan's got his glove on it and did very well to hold him to two. It'll be a double, the first extra base hit of the game. On the supposedly light hitting Stanley, the only man with two hits. Mickey Rivers, he has a bunch single and he struck out. Right up on top of the plate. Batting in a crouch. And he takes the ball outside. That's a real crouch. The old stomachache crouch. Marshall falling in the batter's box. Rivers with that great speed is. Brett has to come in a little bit closer to third base. And he swings as they drive to center field. Coming hard is Cowan. He has it. And that's all for the Yankees in their fourth inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. And in the middle of the fourth, it's New York 2, Kansas City nothing. Continuing with a look at uh, what's on the schedule for college football, 7th ranked Maryland is at North Carolina State. Virginia Tech is at BMI. Southern Mississippi is at Alabama. Furman at Appalachian State. Tennessee taking on Georgia Tech. Georgia, fourth ranked in the latest poll, is at Mississippi. Kentucky is at Mississippi State. Clemson is at Wake Forest. Delaware at William & Mary. And that's it on the day schedule. At night in the South, the University of Chattanooga plays at Citadel. Southern Illinois at East Carolina. Vanderbilt is at LSU. Auburn at Memphis State. Duke at Miami of Florida. McNeese State is at Northeast Louisiana. Nichols State at Northwest Louisiana. And Virginia is at South Carolina. In the Midwest, Ohio University at Central Michigan, 5th ranked Nebraska at Colorado, Arkansas State at Eastern Michigan, Ball State at Illinois State, Northwestern is at Indiana, and Northern Illinois is at Indiana State. We'll check the rest of the Midwest and the Southwest and Far West a little later. 
Well, this catfish hunter has certainly done the job so far. He has a tip to nine the Kansas City Royals, and he's set down nine in a row. He's uh, had two strikeouts. He struck off McRae, the third batter in the first inning, and he got Martinez on strikes for the third out of the third. Now he'll be facing a newcomer to the batter's box, Jim Walford, who came in to replace Otis in the, the batting order after Otis has sprained his left ankle running to first base in the first inning. Walford, a right-hand batter. He batted uh, 249 for the season. Stands very deep in the batter's box, feet close together. And Catfish delivers a splatter on the outside corner. Potter has mixed his pitches very effectively. And his control has been perfect. He deals, here's a cut and a foul off the middle Munson. Joe Brinkman looking over that ball, but I think he'll keep it in play. Rivers, the uh, center fielder for the Yankees, plays very shallow on most of the hitters. He's over in right center now on the right-hand batting Wolford. He's got a strike two count against him. Here's the pitch. It's a very wide uh, slider. One ball and two strikes. Not hoping that the batter might go for the bad pitch, but he'd have no part of it. Now the motion by Catfish. He delivers very wide again. Give to the count on Wolford. Catfish so far has not thrown a whole lot of pitches. Now delivers that it's a strike call. He stood there and watched up and go by. Struck him off. That'll be the third strikeout for Hunter. The first one that's going to call third strike. Here's George Press. Who bounced to his the counterpart at third, Nettles, his only time at bat, the American League batting champion. Left hand batter who uh, will go to all the fields. Nice, easy swing up there for George. And he takes a wide one. Two nothing, the Yankees lead. Kansas City is bat in the fourth inning. And Brett swings as they drive the center coming hard. Rivers can't get it, plays it on one out. And there is the first hit for Kansas City. And it was a clean one. Sort of a typical Brett hit. A line drive over second base. There's a bit of vendetta in the Brett thing, too. It's curious he's been so involved. He gets the first hit. He made the two errors, but he wants to beat the Yankees badly because of their treatment, he said, of his brother, Ken Brett, whom they, he said they didn't give a real chance to before they traded him. Here's Hal McRae, the designated batter, and he takes the strike. Ned and I were talking to Hal about what he would do between turns at bat as the DH, and he said, well, I'll keep busy. A lot of room around the clubhouse. I can run. I can swing the bat. I'll stay loose. And he says, I'm used to it. I've had a season of it. Strike one, the count on Hal. Runner goes. The pitch is swung on and missed. Throw by Munson. In the second, he is out. Second base. Stanley, the shortstop covered, puts the tag on the in-squatting Brett after McRae tried to help out with a swing on an outside pitch. 
tried to go around and come back with a hand grab of the bag. But the throw was right on the button by Munson, who has a very quick release. So there are two down and two strikes on McRae. Hunter to the door, but uh, McRae steps out of the batter's box. Our catfish winds and pitches. It's a flatter lawn away, one and two. Formerly with the Cincinnati Reds, the young man who one time took ballet lessons, Al McRae. He swings as a fly ball down in the corner and left. It's fairly deep. White coming over, fighting the win in the sun, and he can't hold it as the ball finally goes foul. That was a tough one. Number one, he was looking up in the high sky. Number two, the wind was coming in from left field toward right. And third, he was very near the barrier. As he came across that foul line, he got his glove on the ball, but couldn't hang on. But all the official score says, a no play, which is the same as saying no error. And McRae comes back to the plate. 2-0, the Yankees lead. The Royals are batting with two down and nobody on. Here in Kansas City, the last half of the fourth. The pitch is fouled away. He reached out on a breaking ball. Bill Peffy of the Daily News in New York, Sid Boardman of the Kansas City Star, are the official scorers. Both veterans of the baseball journalism. Here's the windup on the pitch. Swing, and there's a foul lifted out of play on the first base side. 2-0 the Yankees, and they got those two in the opening inning. Catfish Hunter on the mound for the Yanks is allowed one hit. Gura pitching for the Royals. He's given up six. Hunter delivers. Swing and a miss on a fastball. He struck him out. That's the fourth strikeout for Catfish. No runs, one hit, no errors, nobody left. And at the end of the fourth inning... The score, New York 2, the Royals nothing. Continuing with what's going on in the Midwest, 11th ranked Ohio State is at Iowa. Utah is at Iowa State. Missouri plays at uh, Kansas State. Missouri ranked ninth in the latest poll. Western Michigan is at Kent State. Michigan State is at top-ranked Michigan. Illinois takes on Minnesota. Eighth-ranked Kansas is at Oklahoma State. Fresno State is at Wichita State. And Purdue is at Wisconsin. One night game in the Midwest. Bowling Green is at Toledo. In the southwest and far west, third-ranked Oklahoma is at 14th-ranked Texas. 18th-ranked Texas Tech is at Texas A&M. Wyoming is at BYU. Oregon at California. Washington at Oregon State. San Francisco State at Fullerton State. Colorado State at Utah State. At night, West Texas is at 19th-ranked Houston. Stanford is at 6th-ranked UCLA. And 10th-ranked Southern California is at Washington State. So let's look at uh, how some of the ranked teams are doing Saturday. Yankees coming to bat in the fifth inning now. It'll be Roy White to lead off. And they score the Yankees to the Royals nothing. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the CBS Radio Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. Here's Roy White leading it off. He walked in the first inning when the Yankees got the two runs by which they lead. 
And he bounced the third baseman, Brett, his next trip in the third. We're in the fifth inning, and the Yanks ahead 2 nothing. Quick batting White swings and misses on a changeup from the left-hander Gura. Long off his batting helmet, he swung so hard on that one. Herman Munson waiting at the on-deck circle, and then it'll be Lou Pinello to bat after him. Gura winds, kicks, and it is. Here's a foul out of play. Off the bat of Roy White. Boy, a very determined young man. He suffered with polio when he was six or seven years old. He came back from that disease to make it to the major league. Agora ahead of him with two strikes on Roy. Here's the pitch. He takes the wide one. Martinez doing the catching this afternoon for the Royals. Now, Brett has backed up a little bit at third base with two strikes on the batter. Left-hander Larry Gura into motion. Delivers. There's a swing and a fly ball. Lifted to the right. Going back for catch. He's still going back. He's still going back. And reaches up and makes the catch. That ball got up in the breeze and took off. And Poquette followed. Almost misjudged it. But finally hung on to it. One out in the fifth inning. The Yankees ahead of the Royals. Two nothing. Here comes Munson. Thurman with a single in that two-run first inning. Outfield around the left on him. Gore delivers. It's a strike call. We said earlier a lot of people are touting Munson for the most valuable player award. Catcher has been most valuable in the American League five times. Mickey Cochran of the Detroit Tigers, Yogi Berra three times, and Elston Howard once. Well, the Yankee catchers have dominated the most valuable player award as far as catchers are concerned. Months of made captain of the Yankees uh, this year, the first they've had since Lou Gehrig back in 39. Now well, we're about ready to go again. Gura into action, delivers, and Munson swings as a little pop-up to first. Mayberry has it, and there are two away in the Yankee fifth inning. Lou Pinello. Lou not really getting booed, they're just saying Lou. He's funny, you know. He says, no matter where I go, the fans get on me, whether it's New York or here where he used to play. He said, I don't mind him just razzing me. It's the personal stuff that I don't like. <laughs> He's one for two this afternoon. Struck out and he singled. Here's an outside letter hit. All one on Panella. Yankees lead. Two nothing in the fifth inning. Larry Gora, the Kansas City left-hander, delivers. There's a fly ball that'll reach the seats of foul back in right field. Swinging late on the Gora fastball. Well, Gura changing up on his pitches so much. You see, a lot of the Yankees are hitting the ball late. Getting ready for the slow curve or the change-up, and then he'll slip the fastball in on him. Now, Lou not quite ready. He uh, steps out for a moment. Each of these pitchers has uh, had excellent control. Only one walk in the game. Guru rocks uh, Roy White in the first inning. 
Waiting on a 1-1 delivery now is Penelas, spreading out the plate. Here's the pitch. He takes a fastball in close. 2-1, the count on Lou. Brett is very deep at third now. In fact, all the infielders are back. On the Yankee designated hitter. Here's the wind-up and the pitch. He swings with a bombing ball to left. It will be a hit. Between Brett and Potek, fielded by a left fielder, Wolford. Rifle back into Potek. Well, the Yankees get their seventh hit. The first baseman, Chris. Six singles and a double. And here is Shamblis to come to bat. He's hit into fourth out and had a single. That's the fourth straight hit the Yankees have had with two men out. Their first two came with nobody out and set up the scoring chance. And they capitalized on that to two runs and they lead 2 nothing. Chambliss has one for two off the left-hander. Stand batting Chris swings and misses. And looks like a breaking pitch high and away. A time called at first base by umpire Larry Barnett for a moment. Now we're ready to resume action. Strike one pitch, Chambliss takes the fastball high. Well, Gura has done a good job on the mound, no question about that. He suffered by a lack of support. In the opening inning when the Yankees got their two runs. Now ready to deal one and one on Chambliss. Here it comes, there's a foul out of play. Swinging right on the fastball. A lot of moaning and groaning when uh, Chambliss came to New York in a deal with the Indians, but uh, he won himself a spot and won the respect of his teammates and the Yankee fans by the way he's delivered. Manalo for the lead at first base. One, two, pitch, he goes. Here's a swing and a miss. The inning's over. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. And at the end of four and a half innings, the score, the Yankees two and the Royals nothing. The Royals official The American League Championship Series is one of the most uh, scouted for series, I'd say, in history. Each team, the Yankees and the Royals, have had their scouts out checking uh, just about everything about the opposition. The Yankees is by Bob Cox, the Syracuse manager. Gene Michael, who is here in the role of the coach. Jerry Walker, another scout, and Bertie Kevitt, still another scout, although Bertie did most of his scouting in the early part of the year. And the Kansas City Royals in the scouting department against the opposition were represented by Gary Blaylock, Al Diaz, and the old-time uh, big right-hand pitcher from uh, Philadelphia, Mr. Tom Parrish. And you can be sure that uh, there are practically no secrets held from the opposition. Well, don't forget, fans, starting next Saturday, October 16, you'll hear the World Series action, exclusive radio, play-by-play, right here on the CBS Radio Network station.
Well, we've had a half a ball game here, and it's been a catfish hunt of the Yankees so far with a 2 nothing lead. Kansas City, Kansas City comes to the in the last half of the fifth inning. And one of my favorites in the broadcasting profession, the voice of the Boston Red Sox, Ned Martin, will take us along the rest of the way. All right, Ernie Harwell, thank you, and good afternoon again, everybody. It has been catfish hunter forever so far out there. He's He only hit a single by Brett in the forest, and they got him trying to steal. Mayberry takes a fastball outside, ball one. In the four innings, six. Hunter has faced the minimum of 12 batters. Mayberry flies to left his first time up, and he sends a high drive to right field, but not deep enough. Under it is Maddox. He's got it for the out, and there's one away. Mayberry flies to Elliott Maddox, who hardly had to move. Or to uh, Poquette, of course, is the... Ken Carr, report to security, please. The guy's going to be... That took Otis' place in center field. Al Cowan, center fielder coming up. He popped up his first time up. Maddox and right, Rivers and center. White and left for the Yankees. Yankees leading 2 nothing. Cowan's the right-handed batter. Does not have the long ball power as uh, some of the other players on. There's not too many, of course, on the Royals ball club that'll hit the home run except Mayberry and occasionally Otis. The pitch is outside to Cowan, ball one. Cowan's one of the fine uh, defensive right fielders in the American League. It has an arm, a uh, very strong arm. He foul pits one. The count is one ball, one strike. He is rated right up there with Dwight Evans, the Boston Red Sox, as a defensive right field in the American League. Today, of course, after the injury to Amos Otis in the first inning, the sprained ankle that Otis received, Collins is playing a more or less unfamiliar center field. He can run. 1-1 pitch to him, slices a foul out of play off to the right toward the upper deck. A ball and two strikes. Collins uh, stole 23 bases this year. Hunter kicks and throws. Line drive toward right. Maddox goes toward the line. He's got it. Wynn played a few tricks with a line drive, but Elliott Maddox stayed right with it and has two putouts this inning. So there's two up and two down. As Hunter continues to work like a machine out there. He has not walked a man. Tom Poquette. Came in to play right field after the outfield switch in the first inning. He grounded out uh, to the second baseman Randolph by way of Hunter, who deflected the ball out towards second. Left-handed batter in a severe crouch sends a high drive toward left field shallow. White flips down the glasses, looks into a tough set, and has it for the third out. One, two, three, go the Royals again. And after five innings of play, the score is the Yankees two and the Royals nothing. We still don't have anything new on the weather in Philadelphia as far as the rain conditions for the game Saturday night between Philadelphia 
and the Cincinnati Reds. That latest word, National League President Jeff Feeney says that as a result of the weather report, they do not plan to call the game until Saturday night. He said that's the planning right now unless the weather report gets turned around. It was raining throughout most of the morning in the Washington area, but uh, it is beginning to clear up just a bit now. So as a result, that uh, may be up in the Philadelphia area, the clearing uh, around 6 o'clock or so. A storm that dumped nearly 6 inches of rain on Charlotte, North Carolina in 24 hours has forced postponement of Saturday's World Service Life 300-mile sportsman auto race. That race has been rescheduled for Sunday, October 17th. Officials of the Charlotte Motor Speedway say the annual National 500 Grand National Stock Car Race will go as scheduled on Sunday. The Boston Bruins went into federal court to stop the Chicago Blackhawks from using defenseman Bobby Orr until the Bruins received compensation from the National Hockey League superstar. The Bruins have also asked League President Clarence Campbell to ban Orr from playing until an agreement is reached. The New York Rangers traded backup goalie Dunk Wilson to the Pittsburgh Penguins for cash and future considerations. Wilson appeared in 20 games last season and had a 4.22 goals against average. One game in the National Hockey League Friday night, the Rangers knocking off Colorado 5-3. In the top of the sixth inning, the Yankee third baseman Greg Nettles will lead off. He is 0 for 2. The Yankees leading in the game 2-0. They got their runs, one of them unearned in the first inning. Nettles has ended two innings, ended the first and the third. Gura's pitch is popped up, foul, out of play, coming back, and no chance for Martinez. Matter of fact, uh, in the five Yankee innings at bat, Nettles has ended two of them. Uh, Mickey Rivers has ended two, and Shambler's won all left-handed hitters against the southpaw Larry Gura. Gura has scattered seven hits. There has not been a one-two-three inning for him. But the Yankees hold on to just those two runs. The pitch to Nettles is slammed toward left field, but right there is Wolford. He's got it for the out. Nettles flies to left. There's one out of the sixth inning. Elliot Maddox, Maddox, 0 for 2, is up. He grounded to short and flies to right. Beautiful ballpark, as we've mentioned before, as anyone who has seen it or heard about it. In this uh, Harry S. Truman complex, there's a bit of the the crowd in it emphasizing city baseball, but there's country in the background. Pitch to Maddox, slammed up the middle into center field, a base hit. Maddox is on with a ground ball single into center. Hit number eight for New York and number one for Maddox. Well, the Yankees have a runner on with one out this time, and Willie Randolph is up. Randolph is grounded to third and flies fairly deep to left field. The wind still blowing left to right across wind, which holds the ball up, hits toward left. It uh, took one. Failed the ball toward right field. Off the bat of White in the fifth inning, Roy White. Coquette just managed to get it going back. Throw to first, not in time. Randolph, who can handle the bat very well, can hit to the opposite field, can bunt for a surprise measure, can bunt for a base hit. He's got some speed. Time called as a wisp of paper 
cruises in between the mound and home plate and out toward the third base dugout. Beyond the bank out in the outfield is another huge bank up toward Route 70. Here's the pitch. Fast ball hits the third. Brett has it over the second one. The first double play around the horn. Five, four, three. Hitting over. It goes from Brett to White to Mayberry. That takes care of that. No runs. A hit. Nobody left. And in the middle of the sixth inning, the score is still Yankees two and the Royals nothing. Okay, let's take a look at some college football scores. North Carolina State leading Maryland at the end of the first period, six to nothing. It's Wake Forest three, Clemson nothing. Yale six, Dartmouth nothing. Bucknell and Lehigh are scoreless. Virginia Tech three, VMI nothing. And those are first period scores in uh, college football. Elsewhere in uh, college football, not uh, really too much else to report as a lot of those Eastern games are in uh, progress. Massachusetts, 6 to nothing over Boston University, also at the end of the first period. Uh, we gave you that score a little bit earlier. David Graham has rallied from two strokes behind to beat Hale Irwin on the 38th hole for the Piccadilly World Match Play Golf Championship in Virginia Wade, England. That should be Virginia Water, England. Graham evening the match with an eagle on the 33rd hole and a birdie on the 36th. And he had to go two extra to holes before winning the $42,500 first prize. Gary Player beat Ray Floyd for third. You're tuned to your CBS radio network station for game one in the American League playoffs. That means you're tuned to the only radio spot for the World Series. Starting Saturday, October 16th, CBS Radio Sports brings you exclusive radio play-by-play -play coverage. Follow the series on radio right here. The crowd has come in. It's the largest ever to see a regular Major League Baseball game in Kansas City's history, 41,077. The next one was 40,435 on August 9th this past year. Yankees leading 2-0 behind Catfish Hunter, and we're ready to go. In the bottom of the sixth, the pitch is outside and low to Frank White for ball one. Frank White, the Royal second baseman, grounded to third in the third inning. Hunter working on a one-hitter. This is inside, ball two. The Kansas City fans waiting for anything. They would cheer a deep fly ball right now. Hunter delivers, and White takes a strike at the knees. There's waterfalls. There's a big bank of waterfalls out in center and uh, curving around from right center to center. Bouncing ground ball to shortstop, taken there by Stanley. Fires in time. Nice stop by Stanley. Chris had to lean over toward the home plate side of first base to dig that one out. But dig it he did, and White is out. Short to the first, one away. Fred Potek is up. Slide deep to left, his only time at bat. Shortest man in the major leagues, five feet four. But mighty, as he says. Good, strong arm from shortstop. The pitch to Fred is outside a ball. One hit off Catfish Hunter, a single by Brett. Clean single in the fourth inning. And he was a race trying to steal. There has not been any other base runner. Swing, strike. Kotek is not a good breaking ball hitter, but he's improved since he first came up. He used to be an out on the breaks and stuff. 
good fastball hitter. One-one delivery to him, and he swings at a high fastball. That time doesn't get it. One ball, two strikes. Yankees two, and the Royals nothing. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Sunsplash day in Kansas City. It's up and away for a ball. Two and two. Hunter reads the sign from Munson. It is. Foul ball on the slider away. Freddie just getting a piece of it. The infield has Shambliss at first, medium deep. Willie Randolph is shading the bag at second and playing a deep second base. Shortstop is Fred Stanley and the third baseman Greg Nettles. Roy White, Mickey Rivers, and Elliot Maddox left to right in the outfield. They're pushed a bit toward right center on Potchak, grounds to third, and Nettles has the easy hop. Throws over to first, two down. Potchak grounding to third. And Hunter is just making it look awfully simple right now. Buck Martinez struck out in the third. The Yankee runs were in the first inning, and two throwing errors by George Brett had a hand in it. The one of them, of course, for the one of the unearned runs. The other one was considered earned an RBI single for Chamber ground ball. There's a foul back. Actually, the game should be nothing, nothing right now. You don't presuppose a double play, but uh, that would have been one had not uh, Brett thrown it away. One strike. It is. Got the corner for a called strike, and so in two. The two strike pitch. A high fastball shown, and one ball, two strikes. Martinez has a little power from the right side. He's not a consistent hitter. He's just 228 on the regular season. But he has done the bulk of the Royals catching. 1-2 delivery. Lifts a high foul out of play. Hangs in there with a 1-2 count. Between innings, when the play is not on, the waterfalls in the center field turn into fountains and they spray up very picturesquely in the sunlight today. We saw it last night in the stadium club and there's lights behind it. Very picturesque scene. One and two to Martinez. Strike three calls. Good breaking pitch by Hunter. He's out of there. Martinez becomes the fifth strikeout victim for Catfish Hunter. Nothing across and at the end of six. The score, the Yankees two, the Royals nothing. Now for a brief news up. Okay, let's take a look instead of some news. Let's look at some football news and some scores. We have some more first period scores for you. Pittsburgh is leading Louisville 10 to nothing at the end of the first period. Pittsburgh, currently the nation's second-ranked team. Penn State 10, Army nothing. That's the first period score. West Virginia really put it to Tampa 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. And Michigan and Michigan State in their traditional game. And the Wolverines are leading it, but not by much. 14 to 10, Michigan over Michigan State. So that's a look at what we have in college football as far as some late scores. In case you missed the latest uh, UPI coaches' ratings, Michigan number one with 41st place, folks. 
and a comfortable lead over second-ranked Pittsburgh, which has two first-place votes. Oklahoma is third, Georgia is fourth, fifth is Nebraska, sixth is UCLA, seventh is Maryland, eighth is Kansas, ninth is Missouri, and tenth is Southern Cal. Ohio State is 11th, Notre Dame 12th, Florida 13th, 14th is Texas, and 15th is Arkansas. Moving this game rapidly into the top half of the seventh inning. The Yankees leading 2-0 over the Kansas City Royals. Royals had predicted this would be a series of close, low-scoring ball games. So far, they've been right. The Yankees have taken advantage of the errors in the first inning. Nobody on the Royals' side has been able to hit Catfish Hunter at all except Brett with the single. And that's the, the simple part of this ballgame. It's as simple as that. Silent movie so far for the Royals. Fred Stanley up against Larry Gura. Here's a high pop. Right side. Back goes Frank White, the second baseman. And he's got it. Almost misjudged it with Poquette behind him. Wind uh, doing a lot of things with the baseball. On things get high in the air. Stanley pops to the second base with Frank White. In shallow right, really. Mickey Rivers up, had a single and scored a run in the first inning. He grounded to Brett near the third base line. Brett hesitated making the throw, then the throw was bad. He went as a single and an error. Rivers went to second and eventually scored. Curveball popped up. Foul ground and Mayberry's there near the coaching box. First, he's got it. Two away. Larry Gurr has pitched a fine ball game. Make no mistake about that. He has given up eight hits through, and Catfish has given up one. That's what he's up against. Plus the, the laps behind him in the first inning, and of course, the no attack. Fourth. Two out in a hurry in the seventh, and Roy White is up. Curveball on the corner, called strike. White usually hits. Uh, more consistently from the left side. The high ball hitter from the left side more often than the right. And usually you figure left-handed hitters are uh, low ball hitters. But uh, from the left side, he goes for the high pitch more so. Now there's something in his eye. Yankee trainer comes out to check White. And Martinez goes out to check with Gura. Roy is uh, cleared up now. Throughout the years, many people, and I guess he's kind of tired of it too, saying Roy White is the most underrated player in the league. Well, I think he is, but uh, he knows what he can do. There's a bouncer to second base. Frank White picks it up on one hop, throws Roy out, and it's a one, two, three inning for Larry Gura as he continues to shine. Nothing across, and in the middle of the seventh, the score is the Yankees two, the Royals nothing. A spokesman for the Philadelphia Phillies says Saturday night's opening National League playoff game against Cincinnati is expected to be played despite forecast of rain. Executive Vice President Bill Giles says he's been in constant touch with various weathermen, and they indicate that the rain will stop by about 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, and the game is scheduled for 8.15 p.m. The Phils have not had a game rained out all season. If Saturday's game is postponed, the series will be pushed back to Sunday and Monday. The Kansas City Royals host the Yankees in the game you're listening to right now in the American League playoffs. 
Third ranked Oklahoma is favored to whip Texas in their annual shootout in the Cotton Bowl. But the emotions involved usually make the game unpredictable. The coaches got into the act on the eve of the annual affair with Texas coach Dale Royal charging that a former assistant coach at Oklahoma spied on Longhorn practices. Sooner coach Barry Switzer says that's ridiculous. Home half of the seventh at Royal Stadium. Everybody's up and hoping for something from their, their ball club. Catfish Hunter warming up for rather not caring much, just uh, doing his job and rather oblivious to the uh, cheers and the exhorting of the Kansas City fans. Hunter has picked a marvelous ball game. Through six innings, he has worked. He has faced the minimum of 18 hitters. One hit. Garnered off him. George Brett got it in the fourth and was out stealing. That has been the Kansas City offense. Jim Wolford is the first batter here in the seventh. Lead-off hitter taking the place of Amos Otis, who sprained an ankle in the first inning, was trying to run out of punch. A punt attempt by Wolford is fouled at the plate strike one. Wolford playing in left field. They shifted things around when Otis left the game, moving Collins to center and sending Coquette from left to right. Wolford, uh, when he has been playing with the Royals this summer, has been primarily a left fielder. Pretty good outfielder. Uh, an infielder type arm, though, if uh, you can run on him if he has to play something deep. Right-handed batter right now, hitting 249 on the year. Takes a breaking ball, a curve outside from Hunter. One ball, one strike. Yankees leading 2-0. Seventh inning. Fly ball, right field. Easy chance for Maddox. Holds the hand up, says, I've got it, and takes it for out number one. Wolford flies to right. Hunter now has retired eight in a row since the single by Brett. Yesterday, well, it's dates is October 9th, but 20 years ago, yesterday, and I bet there's a lot of people who say they were there that maybe weren't. Don Larson pitched a perfect game in the World Series. He beat Sal Magley and the Brooklyn Dodgers 2-0. And, of course, one of the, the bright, the main moments of World Series history. And Shirley Povich, the Washington Post, wrote in his lead. Hell froze over. There were 30 Sundays in a month, and Don Larson pitched the perfect game in the World Series. And a great lead. There's a base hit to left field. George Brett. Gets his second hit off Hunter. And now the man is on with one out in the seventh inning. All right, the Royal fans coming alive downstairs and all around us as Brett lines the second Royal hit off Hunter in the left. Brett got the other one singling the center. But George has been the most involved Royal player this afternoon, except for pitcher Larry Gore, who's pitched well. Now, with uh, this situation, a 2 nothing ball game, of course, something like that happens, and the tying run comes to the plate. Hunter has taken care of Hal McCray easily, striking him out both times, once in the first and once in the fourth. McCray bends way over at the plate. Fouls the pitch off for a strike. 
Gray finished the season at 332, one point behind teammate George Fred, who's now at first base. And the trade says he'd rather hear the last of that last day of the season. It's all over now. Here's the pitch. Little pop-up right side under it is Randolph. And Willie Randolph backpedals and makes the catch for the out. They're two away. So Hunter continues to own McRae pretty well. And now here is Mayberry. Big John Mayberry is the home run threat in the Royals order right now. Fly to left and fly to right. That is a key man, uh, to my way of thinking, in this series. He has got to deliver, and this is a good spot for him to deliver if he's going to get started on it, because uh, a lot depends on this guy's big bat in this series. Yes, sir. There's Hunter pitching to him. High and away for a ball. You get the ball out over the plate to Mayberry, he'll kill you. He uh, will chase the bad ball down and in. He likes that pitch. You throw him a strike there, he'll pull it to right and, and uh, hurt you. But you make it a bad pitch, he might chase it and get him that way. Easy. Uh, he swings at the outside high pitch for a ball. Strike one. One ball, one strike. Mayberry, Mayberry is the guy who came over from Houston a long time ago. High and tight, a ball, which out is two and one. Hunter has given up his share of home runs. He always does. He's a control picker. But not this time. A high pop-up, third base way. Hundred, Craig Nettles. He's got it, and Catfish gets out of the inning, no problem, no run, one hit, and one left. And at the end of seven innings of play, the score is the Yankees two and the Royals nothing. Now the Yanks representing the East in the lead here, two nothing. Since the American League began its championship series in 1969, the East has won four seven times. Baltimore knocked off Minnesota twice, and then Oakland in the first three encounters. Oakland won three in a row. Boston broke the tie last October by downing the A's. Only three times, though, has the playoff series gone more than three games. Oakland eclipsed Detroit, you remember, in five games in 1972. And then they repeated in the five games against Baltimore in 1973. And then Baltimore stretched the series to four games against the A's in 1974. And the first game considered uh, most important by the two managers. And right now the Yankees lead that first game at the end of seven, two to nothing. Remember, CBS Radio Sports is bringing you the play-by-play -play action in the American League Championship. And there's more to come. The World Series starts October 16th. That's next Saturday, week from today. And you'll hear exclusive radio coverage, play-by-play, -play, of the 1976 World Series right here on this CBS Radio Network station. This is Ed Martin along with Ernie Harwell at Royal Stadium in Kansas City. The Yankees leading the Royals 2-0 on two runs in the first inning. There are two innings to go. Larry Gurr will face Munson, Canella, and Stamblin. And the Royals have bullpen action now, left and right. Steve Mingori, the left-hander, and Mark Littell, the right-hander, 
throwing there in the bullpen, Justin Gates. There was activity in the first inning. Doug Bird was throwing when uh, Gura got in early trouble. The Yankees have left-handed Sparky Lyle throwing in their pen now. Thurman Munson is one for three, singled and scored in the first inning. Gura fires, curveball, line towards short, taken in the air by Potek. Right off his shoe top, Munson is out. One away, right at the feet of Freddie, but he got it before it hit the ground. Lou Pinella has had a good day. He struck out in the first, but has followed with two singles. He is the designated hitter. He was uh, talking yesterday. He said, you know, my mother's going to be disappointed that I'm not playing right field tomorrow instead of the aching. And Munson was sitting on the bench. He said, what do you, how do you think the Royals feel? <laughs> They're kind of sorry you're not out there, too. Lou is not going to emulate Al Kaline in right field, and he admits it. But he said, you know, I didn't have a bad year defensively. He played one good game against the Red Sox, I know. Took a hit away or a home run away. Pitches outside for a ball, and the count is 1-0 to Pinella, a right-handed back. Larry Gura. And the pitch slammed toward right field, but high enough for Pokek to get under. He's got it. And there's two away. So Pinella's out, and Gura continues to pitch well. Baseball people, uh, in their infinite wits, a lot of times will say to a guy who pitches this way and maybe loses one nothing or 2 nothing, he pitched just well enough to lose. <laughs> just makes the pitch a man. Here is Samblitz. He is one for three. Had an RBI on the fielder's choice, the big play of the game in the first inning. Then another run scored on the error. The ensuing error by Brett. This is up and in for ball one. Samblitz had a single in the third. Then he struck out his last time up. Euro works. Drive to right center field toward the gap. That may go through to the wall. It does. It'll be played off the wall by Pouquet. Samblis has two. He's going to try for three. Here comes a throw from Frank White. He's not in time. It gets behind Brett. Backed up by Gura. And in at third with a triple is Chris Samblis. Ned Pochette a little slow getting that ball after it got up the gap, and uh, he seemed to be a little nonchalant about it, and uh, it uh, cost him that extra base that Chambers was able to take. Chambers had the play in front of him, too. He could see that this was uh, being done a little slowly, so he dug for it. It was a good relay throw from Frank White. But the tangle there at third base is eluded Brett. However, Gura backed it up and prevented the run. So there's another two-out hit for the Yankees. They now have nine hits. And that is their second extra base hit. A double by Stanley, a triple by Samblin. The batter now is Nettles. Fly ball down the left field line. Let's see if it goes there. Foul. It is foul ball out of play. No chance for Walter, who had a long run as they were playing Nettles to goal. Nettles is one of the best mistake hitters in the American League, certainly on the Yankees club. He'll hit that hanging curveball or that mistake pitch a long way. He's got a, he's a full hitter, he has an uppercut swing, and you try to jam it. Try to get that ball with hard stuff up and in on around the chin or letters. He's batting with two outs and the man at third. Tries to check his swing, but cannot. It's a strike. Nothing in two to Nettles. 
Chambliss at third with what could be an insurance run, an added insurance run for the Yankees. He just joined us. The Yankees lead the Royals 2-0 in game one. They got their two runs in the first inning. Here it is. There's a high and tight pitch to metal. Thin size for a ball. One ball, two strikes. So the base is loaded in one out. They got their run in the first inning. Ground ball to third. Then an error. Fastball, strike three, call. He jammed him, all right. Fastball right in tight. And Nettles ends an inning for the third time. A strikeout, number four, for Larry Gurren. No runs, one hit, and one left. And in the middle of the eighth inning, the score is the Yankees two and the Royals nothing. Yep, to hand it to Larry Gara. He has kept his uh, team, the Kansas City Royals, in this game. He went to some excellent thrust pitching. After the Yanks got two in the opening inning, due to a couple of errors by Brett, uh, Gara has settled down and done the job. Although the Yankees have a hit total of nine, all but the three of those hits have come with two men out. And the Yanks uh, got their first two runs. In the opening inning, when the Mickey Rivers uh, led off of the bump, Stringle went to back and on the throwing error by Brett. White walked, Munster Stringle below the bases. And then with one out after another fan, the one out, Chambers hit a ground ball to Brett. He touched third for the fourth out, but then threw wild to first base and the two Yankee runs scored. So that's what's happened here in the Kansas City so far. You're tuned to your CBS Radio Network station for game number one in the American League playoffs. So that means you're tuned to the only radio spot for the World Series. Starting Saturday, October 16th, CBS Radio Sports brings you exclusive radio play-by-play coverage. Follow the series on radio right here. Here we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. And time running out. And short on the Kansas City Royals, who trail 2-0. Catfish Hunter has been magnificent. He's pitched two hit shutout ball and pitched to only one batter over the minimum. Parky Vile and Dick Kidrow, the left-right-handed punch in the bullpen for the Yankees, are warming up. First batter up for the Royals is Collins. He takes ball one inside. Collins has popped the second and lined the right. Hunter has not walked the batter. He's given up two hits, both to George Brett. Strike called at the knees on the outside corner. Hunter is just something out there. He is not wasting any time between pitches. Around the corners with that slider. He's got everything right where he wants it. It is. Foul ball back. One and two. Up on the bank, uh, we, we were telling you about in left field, a couple of troopers, it seems, with horses were standing a little while ago. It's quite a nice country setting around here. There's a, a farm, or a barn with some cows past the freeway. There's a base hit to right field. That will go for two. Bouncing around out there, played by Maddox. And in the second base, and going for third now, is the runner Collins. He's got a triple. Collins, who, as we told you earlier, can run. 
Went right on around second base, and that ball was hit into the corner. It looked like a normal double in this ballpark, where you give the guy in the corner and play it safe. Elliot Maddox waited for it. By the time he'd gotten it, Cowers had steamed in the third base ahead of the relay, and it's a leadoff triple for Al Cowens of the Royals to have their first really big shot at Hunter here in the eighth inning. Nobody out. Tom Poquette is up. And the slider is inside to him, ball one. This is when you see Hunter, a lot of times, throw his back and become the pitcher that has netted him all the praise, all the money, everything that he's deserved. There's down, it's inside. And the count is two and nothing. Poquette is grounded out and slide out. Lyle and Kidro, who had just taken a seat, now get up again in the bullpen in left. The pitch to Poquette. Ground ball, right side, this will score a run. Taken there by Randolph, throws the first for the out, but the Royals score. Two to one. Run batted in for Tom Coquette. And now it's a one-run ball game. Yankees two and the Royals one. Coquette gets the RBI with nobody on base and one out now. Frank White is scheduled up, but they're looking around. And there's going to be a pinch hitter. I believe Whitey Herzog is going to go with Cookie Rojas. Cookie Rojas is in the on-deck circle. The very popular second baseman here for the Kansas City Royals. A veteran of many seasons here and in the National League. Listen to the steer for Martin has come out to talk to Hunter Munson and the shortstop Fred Stanley. Cookie Rojas, the right-handed batter on the season, hit 242 in part-time play at second base. No homers, 16 runs batted in. But a decided veteran, Ernie, a fellow who, in this kind of thing, I would go to too, I believe. Yes, sir, you're right about that. And you know, I was thinking about the triple. That's uh, Cowan's hit. It was a tough play for Elliot Maddox. Playing that corner over there. You have to sort of back off and uh, let the ball ricochet to you. But if you go up too close and it gets by, it's a home run. But it was a tough play either way. And uh, the three-bagger was a big hit. All right, here's Rojas. And Cookie takes a pitch outside for a ball. The nearest thing that Rojas has been to this was when he was with Philadelphia. When some of their good ball clubs. Checks his swing and takes the strike. He was with the 1964 Phillies who fell down in the final two weeks of the season and lost the pennant to the St. Louis Cardinals. Rojas was in that pennant fight. Takes a good breaking pitch for a strike and argues a little bit with umpire Larry Barnett. Rojas last year at 254. He had 271 the year before that. Lifetime average of around 260 in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes. Yankees two, Royals one, bottom of the eighth inning at Royals Stadium. Beautifully pitched game by Catfish Hunter and Larry Gura. Rojas batting for White. Fouls it back to the screen. Cookie has been the kind of the titular leader of this club since he came over here. He and Freddie Pacek for years, uh, for several years in this ballpark, led the league in double plays around second. Highly professional 
McCullen is Rojas. Two and two. Hunter works. Foul ball back. Spoils a breaking ball again. Lyle and Sidrow throwing in the bullpen. They had uh, Mattel and Mingori up for Kansas City, but they've taken a seat. Here's a 2-2 offering again. A little pop-up in the infield. Third baseman Nettles comes into foul ground. He says, I've got it. And Munson lets him have it for the second out. So Rojas, batting for White, fouls out the third. Two down. Freddie Pacek up, slides deep to left and out at the third. Red Sox never should get too much about getting him out. And of course, for several seasons, except for throwing the breaking pitch, as we've mentioned before. But uh, he'll hit the fastball on him. He's got a little power, but has learned to go to the opposite field well. Drive towards short, pass short, stop in the left field. Fred Stanley went over and looked as though he might get that, but it's just one of those start and serve skims past him. And Potek was on for the two-out single. He represents the tying run. Buck Martinez scheduled up, and he's not going to bat. Jimmy Quirk. Yep. Well, Jamie Quirk, who uh, we saw a lot of this summer, rolled for the uh, Royals against the Red Sox, uh, the designated hitter. A left-handed batter, Jamie Quirk, who hit 246 with one homer and 15 runs batted in. Uh, that's quite a name, Jamie Quirk. It sure is, and I think this fellow's a lot better hitter than that uh, average he gave uh, Ned. He, he meets the ball. He's one of uh, the disciples of Charlie Lyle. He goes to the opposite field a lot, and uh, basically, he, he's a line drive hitter. And uh, as far as Herzog's concerned, it would uh, be a good choice for him right here in this spot. He's from Whittier, California, attended Whittier College. Runner going, pitch out, throw to second by Munson. He is out at second base. Munson threw low, but it was dug out beautifully. By the shortstop, Fred Stanley, and Quirk doesn't get a chance. They tried to get the tying run down at second base, but Pacek was out trying to steal, and that's two that Munson has thrown out. This one, two to six, and that takes care of that. One run on two hits, and nobody left. And we go to, they were at the end of eight innings. The score is the Yankees two and the Royals one. We have some updates on the college football scoreboard. A couple of teams that uh, looked like they were not scoring as much as most people thought they would in the first period have laid it on in the second period. Penn State was leading Army 10-0 at the end of the first quarter. At the half, it's Penn State 31, Army nothing. Pittsburgh was leading Louisville 10-0. of the first half. 
Elsewhere in the uh, South, we have some additional scores. Bill Battle of Tennessee, who went out to uh, Monday to held a news conference and said, hey, look, lay off the team. Uh, let's try to get things squared away and go for a winning season. Uh, big game against Georgia Tech, and at the end of the first quarter, it's Tennessee 14, Georgia Tech nothing. Late fourth, three nothing over Clemson at the end of the first period. Virginia Tech leads VMI three nothing. That's the first period score. And North Carolina State leads seventh ranked Maryland six nothing. That's at the end of the first quarter. Two changes defensively for Whitey Herzog and the Royals. Cookie Rojas remains in the game to play second base. And the new catcher is John Wathan, W-A-T-H-A-N. He got into 42 games and hit 286 for the Royals. He is uh, back of the plate now, replacing Martinez. Rojas at second, and Wathan catching. Top of the ninth. The Yankees lead 2-1. to one. Here's Elliott Maddox. Dura's curveball is over. Called strike one. Maddox singled his last time up. He's one for three. Now the margin for the Yankees is an unearned run. 2-1 to one, New York. We're at the top of the ninth in game one of the American League playoffs. The championship series. Here it is. Fly ball, left center field. Hit fairly well, but back forward is Cowan. Now plays the wind and one hands it for the out. Maddox flies to center. And uh, the center fielder, Cowan, <laughs> that ball like the guy he replaces, Amos Otis, who one hands everything out there, and Cowan does it too. And... Uh, one, one game this year in New York, it cost the Royals a game when Cowan tried to one-hand a ball to the wall and two runs scored and it was a ball game. Here's Randolph, ground ball foul, past third. One strike, Willie Randolph has grounded to third, fly to left and grounded into a double play. Yankees two, Royals one, top of the ninth. Here it is. Hits outside, a changeup by Gura. Gura has scattered to hit, but has not had any of them trouble him, except in the first inning. Good pitch on the outside corner and a beef by Randolph to Barnett. A brief beef. Nobody really has uh, gotten on the umpires much in this one. It's just been uh, good pitching. Fastball a little bit high to Randolph. Two and two. Randolph named to the all-star team as a rookie this year. The 2-2 pitch. Fly ball, center field. Collins after this one. Flips down the glasses. Cruz is back deep and he's got it right at the edge of the warning pass. Nearly 400 feet away. Randolph with good wood on it. Aided by a little bit of a wind. And flies to center. Two out. Fred Stanley is two for three in this one. A single, a double, and a pop-up. If you're looking to the Royal ninth inning, they will have Watson, Wolford, and Brett scheduled up. Larry Gura kicks and throws, and this misses a little bit outside for a ball. It is. Fastball pulled into right field, coming hard and making a trap play as the right fielder Pochette had almost got behind him, and that would have been trouble. It's a single, 
by Stanley, his third hit. Pochette came on, the ball is dropping and sinking. He had a twirl on it, and he just got enough of the glove on it to stop it. He trapped the ball, and it got behind him. Cowens was not over far enough to be behind him for the backup, and that would have gone a long way. Impossible? Well, possibly an inside the park over. Here's Mickey Rivers, who's one for four. Singled and scored in the first inning. Ten hits now for New York. Strike swinging and an off-speed pitch. Gura has worked a ten-hitter and given up only one earned run. But trails where it counts two to one. One strike to Rivers. Set way over at the plate. Takes the pitch outside, a ball. Gura looks down for a sign. Stanley off first. It is. Strike swinging. He's out ahead of that one, too. So the count on Rivers is one ball, two strikes. Now the set. The delivery. Ground ball to the left side. Shortstop way. Throw to second. Not in time. Everybody's safe. Pacek played it the only way he could. Brett went over to the left side. Could not cut it off. It was by him. Pacek, knowing Rivers' speed, couldn't go over to first for him. He flipped to second. Could not get Stanley. And it'll go as a base hit. An infield hit for Rivers. He is two for five. And Whitey Herzog wants to talk to his battery. He's got Ngori and Lantel out in the bullpen. The batter is Roy White, of course, who's a switcher. And they will go uh, much rather fit to him right-handed than left. Mickey Rivers on at first base, and Stanley at second on the infield hit to short. The Yankees with a threat here to try to uh, put another run across, or two, to get an insurance pass going into the ninth inning bottom half. White has walked and uh, has grounded out twice and slid out once, so for three. Rivers at first, Stanley at second. White takes the pitch outside of all. White is a smart hitter. He makes good contact and he'll wait. He'll wait on a pitch well. Infield deep, they need just one out. Fly ball to left field, it's going to be trouble. It's going to be in there for a base hit, bouncing on one hop to Wolford. A run scores, here comes Rivers to the plate, two runs score, and the Yankees make it 4-1. to one. A double by Roy White, the clutch hit in this ballgame, as he smashes a double down the left side to drive in two. All this has happened with two outs, and that's going to be all for Larry Gura. Whitey Herzog, thinking maybe he could get White out as a right-handed batter, not wanting to pitch to him as a left-handed hitter, goes one batter maybe too long, and Roy White, the underdog, doubles home two. And that's going to be all for Larry Gura. So Gura leaves the ball game and gets a nice hand. He went nine and two-thirds innings. 
giving up uh, a matter of uh, 12 hits and four runs. One of them unearned. He walked one. He struck out four. And he's responsible for a base runner. And coming in from the left field, the right field bullpen is right-hander Mark Littell. On that, it's bad that Garo, who picked up the strong game, I had to weaken a little bit here in the ninth inning. You know, it's the philosophy of some managers that they do not like to change catches in the late stages of the game. A pitcher has his rhythm, he's going along fine, and a new catcher sometimes uh, will not take him along on that rhythm. Uh, not blaming uh, John Walton, but uh, sometimes things like that can happen. And in this inning, uh, Maddox is a fly to center, Randolph fly to center, and then Sammy, who has been the toughest hitter on the Yankees, single, Redner's followed with a single, and then White uh, gets two more Yankee runs in with a five-ball double down in the left field corner. So Country Mattel will be coming in to take over now. He's a hard-throwing right-hander, who this year won eight and lost four. He made uh, 60 appearances, and all of those were in relief except for one. He did not have a complete game, and he had a total of 16 plays to his credit. All the Yankees are now sitting a lot prettier than they were before. They've got the lead, 4-1, uh, and it's up to Littell to try to close the door against uh, further Yankee scoring here in the first half of the ninth inning. Big, big hit for Roy White, and it doesn't surprise anybody because he's made a batch of them in his career with the New York Yankees. White came to this ball club just a year late until this year, had not faced a championship series glory or anything like it, as the Yanks had some lean years after 1964, and White had come with them in 1965. But now he's with it, and in this particular game at least, has made the most of it. Herman Munson is up one for four. White at second base, two out, two runs in, the Yankees leading 4-1. Littell, youngster who, as Ernie said, it can really blow smoke. He throws as hard as any relief pitcher in the American League. He was entrusted with a lot with this ball club this year as a rookie, but he came through nicely with a 16 save. Working now to Munson. Little pop foul coming back. Maybe some room now for Watson. Near the screen? No, it's on the screen. Michelle, who uh, may, be, may be the release pitcher of the year for a rookie in the American League, has, has had a history this season of being up with his stuff when he first comes into the game. Maybe because he's so strong. And the fastball failed. Sometimes fails out of the strike zone. That one failed, and Munson fouled it back. Herman going through all those mannerisms, thrusting the arm out at home plate, wiggling the neck. Fouls this one back out of play, and the count is 0-2. In game two, tomorrow night, Sunday night, Dennis Leonard, right-hander, will go for the Royals. And he'll be opposed by what many consider the best Yankee pitcher of this year, Ed Figueroa, who made a big run at winning 20. Right-hander, a short armor with good stinking stuff. Just gets the job done. 0-2 to Munson. Fat ball up and in. One ball, two strikes. Right. 
Yankees four, Royals one. We're in the bottom of the eighth. Dora got the first two batters on fly balls to center, but then the single by Stanley opened it up. For Rivers with the infield hit and White with the double. The delivery, pass ball, fouled off by Munson again. Couldn't get the bat around. It's out of play. Herman uh, riding him uh, up and in. One of the uh, one of the pitchers in the American League with a the best success against Munson has been uh, Mike Torres. Now the Oakland A's, when he pitched for uh, Baltimore, he, he pitched very effectively against Munson. And worked him that way. Long look now by Littell. Here's the set. And the pitch. A ball outside. Let's pause 10 seconds here for station identification. This is the CBS Radio Network. This is the American Forces Radio and Television Service. You're listening to the voice of information for the American Forces at 790 and 1420. Back at Royal Stadium, Munson the batter with a count of 2-2. Two and two. Roy White at second base, two outs in the Yankee ninth, and the Yankees leading 4-1. Ground ball to shortstop. Dug up by Potex. Fires across to Mayberry. Munson is out, and the side is retired. But the Yankees do more damage in the ninth. They get two runs on three hits. They leave one. And in the middle of the ninth inning, the score is the Yankees four, the Royals one. Okay, last shot for Kansas City here in game one of this American League playoff game from Kansas City. Just an important programming note because of the brevity of this baseball game. I know that at 19.30 GMT Saturday, we're scheduled to join the Oklahoma Football Network for the Oklahoma-Texas football game. And for all you stations planning to carry this broadcast, we remind you that we will not join that ball game until two double zero zero GMT. In other words, at 4 o'clock Eastern time, that's in about 58 minutes from now. So we'll rejoin the normal programming until that time if the ball game ends before 1930 GMT. So if the ball game gets over with, this game you're listening to right now, within the half hour, we will not join the uh, Oklahoma Baseball Network, Football Network for that football game for about another 57 minutes or so. That's um, is part of the AFRTS contingency plan regarding this baseball game. All right, we're moving now to the bottom of the ninth inning. As Captain Hunter is three outs away from winning his fourth American League championship playoff game, the, Red Sox, the uh, Yankees are leading four to one, and Bob Stinson is going to pitch it. Stinson, another of the catchers that the Royals have, will bat for John Watson. Bob Stinson, batting left against Catfish Hunter. Stinson is a switch hitter. On the year, he hit 263 in 79 games. Two homers and 25 RBIs. Hunter works, and Stinson pulls a foul off to the left. The Royals uh, down the last three outs. They fail by three runs. Simpson up with Wolford scheduled next. 
Kester Cutter kicks and delivers. Little ground ball hits foul outside of first. Steve Boros, the first base coach. Scott Killer is the third base coach for the Royals. Jackie's leading 4-1 in the ninth of game one. Hunter throws high and away. One ball, two strikes. Hunter winds and throws in another style ball. This time back on the screen. Ned, we've had word from Philadelphia. The rain is letting up there. The game probably will be played tonight, and most of these CBS stations will take that game at 8.05 with Ralph Kiner and Jerry Coleman, two former home run hitters. <laughs> There's a high fly ball down into shallow left coming on Roy White, and he makes the grab. Stanley, the shortstop, went back, but White says, I've got it, and made kind of a shaky catch because the sun is still tough out in left field. One out in the Royal Knights. Jim Wolford is up. He has been called out on strike and fly to right field. Came on to play when Amos Otis sprained an ankle. Running out of a bunt in the first inning. I know how old this will be for tomorrow. The pitch is inside for a ball. And right there, right off the bat, things went bad. This was a bad first inning for the Royals all the way around. 1-0 pitch. Wolford sends a fly ball to right center field. Fairly deep, but Rivers tracks it down. Gives way to his right fielder, Maddox, who makes the catch. Elliot Maddox makes the put out. And now the Royals... Have two outs in the ninth inning, trailing by three runs. George Brett, who is a counted for two hits off Hunter, he is singled twice off him. Two throwing errors in the first inning, paving the way to two runs. One of them charged as unearned. Uh, right now, that appears to be academic, although things may have been going differently. But uh, Roy White clutched base hit in the ninth inning, added a couple of the Yankees. There's a called strike. Brett the batter with two outs. Al McCray is on deck. This one misses outside a ball. Hunter working quickly. Snipping victory. Throws outside. The count is two and one. Foul back. Two and two. There's two out. Carter has been the money pitcher that everybody knows he is today. He's been on top of the situation. Kansas City run came in the eighth inning. On a triple by Collins and a ground ball by Poquette. Brett backs out a moment. Hunter winds and throws, and there's a liner to left field. Another hit for Brett. One hopper to Roy White. Brett is three for four. He goes up the middle a lot into the opposite field. He'll use all parts of the field. And he has been a sweet swinger against Jackfish Hunter. So the Royals are still alive in the ninth inning. And here's Hal McRae 
And uh, he's overdue against Hunter. He has struck out twice and popped up as uh, Catfish has handled him well. McCray would like to get on because the on-deck hitter is a home run threat. There's a punch down the third baseline. It's foul. It started down the line in foul ground. It appeared that it might go back into fair territory, so Nettle quick, quickly got it. Had he left that run and had gone back to the line, it would have been a base hit. McCray trying to get on just to provide two base runners and allow the tying run to come to the plate, and the guy that has the most ability to hit one out of here is John Mayberry. That was the with George Brett getting three hits in this ball game. That's the 30th game this season, counting in regular season. He's had three hits or more. He had some four-hit games and five-hit games, too. Here's the pitch. Well, line drive, the third is caught, and it's all over. Greg Nettles spears the line drive off the bat of Hal McRae, and the Yankees take game one. Well-hit ball by McRae. Had it been a little bit higher, might have been uh, an interesting... Another couple of minutes, but it wasn't to be, and the Yankees take the initial advantage in game one. Okay, so the New York Yankees, four runs on 12 hits and no errors, to run five and none for Kansas City, so New York has taken game one. 